You're listening to The Millionaire's Day Off, where people come to unlock their full potential and start achieving their goals. Now, here's your host, Tyler Kaysen. It's Tyler here again with the Millionaire's Day Off. Today we sit down with the team of uh, Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, uh, John and Lafayette. Those guys are two awesome dudes who've been doing this for a lot longer than I have. And so today is more just kind of informational things that I have going through my mind to how to make this uh, channel better. Um, I learned a lot from them and I really appreciate their time. So I hope you guys enjoy the video and uh, we'll catch you out at the end. Is any magic? <laughs> Dude, thank you all so much for sitting down and talking to me. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about what you're doing. Yeah. So I started a podcast probably three months ago. Really, it was just like I was so tired of spending every day because I work a full time job, which I'm assuming you guys do too, Mm -hmm. to where like I was tired of like spending my time doing nothing. And like by what I mean by that is like I'd get like my on my days off, I would I would like watch Netflix for seven hours a day or like play video video games, games. whatever. Oh lord. And so. I really was just tired of that. And so I was like, dude, there's gotta be a better use of my time. And so like it was, it started like, as I, I don't really know, I, all I know is how cool would it be if I could become a millionaire on just two days a week, my days off a week. That's what really kind of started it. And then you kind of like look inward and you go, well, I'm, I'm nowhere near where I need to be if I want to be a millionaire. And so I was like, okay, so let's start sitting down with some people who, who know the space, who can help me through the journey. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where that this kind of like platform and like this, the style kind of came from is is me just trying to better myself like i mean the the views and all that they're cool but i don't really care if anybody watches this like it doesn't really matter to me um like it would speed up the process of me becoming a millionaire if if people did watch and i got to be monetized and all those things but to me it's really just like who can i surround myself with to become better every day and so that's really kind of the story behind it um and then i've done uh, you know so i've done some pretty cool interviews i'm reading a lot of books working out in the gym um, but then a wrench got thrown into the plan. My wife had a baby and I, in the back of my head, I go, man, I've still got time to do all this stuff. And then I learned very quickly that no, you don't. So like mm-hmm. you guys are my second podcast since having the baby. Um, just cause it, you know, it just slowed down quite a bit when that happened. So, um, but other than that, man, I mean, that's really kind of my story. If you guys, you guys want to break up into y'all story, like what kind of brought y'all two together? Well, uh, congratulations on the baby. How, how long ago did you did you all have your, your, your child? Uh, about six weeks ago. So it's pretty oh, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my wife and I just had our son five months ago. So we have a five-month-old. Uh, so I can relate. But you yeah. said you wanted to know about our story. John, do you want to, you want me to, to say the story? Or you want, you yeah, want man. To- give, give him the story. It's not as exciting as you think, but it works. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. I got it. (laughs) God's hand. John and I I met uh, by work, well, from work. I had just come out of college. Actually, I was doing an internship to graduate um, in the IT field. And John was my interviewer, if I I could say that, uh, to interview me to come work for his parents' cybersecurity company. And so we, I got the, the internship and on my lunch break, I would always read um, different books and different things. And John would notice that John was also a reader and is a reader, I should say. Um, and it sparked conversation. This was, I don't know, four years ago. Um, and so at that time, there was a lot of 
things going on in the country, George Floyd, Colin Kaepernick. Um, we had just got a new president, Donald Trump, and just things that we were saying, some things we agreed upon, some things we didn't agree upon. Um, but specifically, we were trying to figure out what was the root of the issue, and that was leadership, not just on a national level, um, not just on a regional level, but on a local level. Uh, and so we said, well, what can we do about the problem other than be like other people that just point out problems but they don't bring any solutions? So we created our conversations and we created a podcast and said, hey, let's create our own platform. Let's call it Unscripted Authentic Leadership. Unscripted because we have real conversations. John and I never discuss what we're going to talk about before an interview or anything like that. I don't know what he's going to say. He doesn't know what I'm going to say but we trust each other because we have a brotherhood and a friendship and authentic leadership because we wanna come from a real place. We understand that we have two different perspectives because we're two different people, but we have the same goal and we can come, we can meet that goal if we can honor and respect each other's perspectives and say, hey, we have this one common goal, let's come together. Hence, you have Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast that was launched August, 2020 up till now. And of course, this was right in the middle of a pandemic. The way our podcast looks now doesn't look the same. We're creeping up on 100 episodes, over 5,000 plus downloads. We've been heard all across the world. Our, as John mentioned on our last uh, unscripted off script episode this past week, our top listenership is actually in Bromley, uh, in, over in England. So <laughs> we have uh, our audience is a very mixed bag, a diverse, which represents who we are. If you can't tell, I am a black man, John is a white man. And um, you would think that wouldn't be something that is a distinction in 2022, but a lot of people look at us and say, wow, we are kind of an anomaly that how can two different individuals from two different backgrounds, two different perspectives, two different ways of growing up come together. And this is what the image of what real leadership and really what the world should really look like. Uh, we call America a melting pot, but when you look at unscripted authentic leadership, you really get the picture of what it really should be. So that's kind of our story, man, and we've been rocking ever since. Mm. Awesome. Do you guys find I would have said. Do I? <laughs> I told you it was exciting. Hey, even our guests <laughs> represent. If you look at our guest list, we purposely find the, the elite guests, yeah. but within all walks, all cultures, all Absolutely. races, all sexes, all the, yeah. all the things. Yeah. So it's not just excellence in one area. So go Thank ahead, you. Tyler. I'm sorry. No, you're totally, dude, interrupt me all y'all. I love talking. I love listening to it. So what, what value do you guys see like doing the dual? I mean, you kind of elaborated to it, like the dual person on, on one. I think the coolest thing is like, you could do a podcast without a guest, right? So like, it's tough for me to do like a podcast without a guest. Cause I'm just sitting there talking to myself kind of, so yeah. that's kind of tougher. <laughs> and so I think you guys have a good like dynamic already, like to where you guys can just bounce off each other without having to schedule a guest. Is that kind of correct? Well, sort of. I'll let John get into that, but we, we, we've done both, but yeah. go ahead, John, I'll let you answer. I answered the first one. Go so ahead. We started off with just the two of us. So the first nine months was primarily the two of us coming over the topic and discussing. And that has its challenges. Although I think the reason why we didn't struggle with it is just pure respect for the other person's space to have in to partake partake in the conversation. 
a lot of people when they have conversations they don't listen to the other person they're just waiting for that gap of air to hit so they can spit out their two cents but what you'll notice is i talk a lot and lafayette's an amazing listener for real Uh, he will take anything that our guest says and he will digest it and have a great follow-up talking point i'm still learning from how he does it my our last guest we had just for this I sat here and listened just like, like, okay. And I picked one out and then Lafayette had almost the exact same question. And he gave the question. I thought, wow, I wasn't mad. I was happy that I was able to digest the something because that something that I look up to Lafayette for being able to do. I was like, I hit it. Right. That was my thought. I didn't tell him this because it was just an hour ago, but that's a lot of why we've always been able to have good conversations, even through a virtual environment is, I'm not sitting there waiting to jump on him, his words, and he's not doing that vice versa. Now, is there times we both start to talk at the same time? Sure. But one of us has always said, hey, go ahead. Because my words are not more important than his words, and his words are not more important than mine. So that's why we have that dynamic. But the guests are nice because it's a whole other perspective. Because eventually your audience hears you, but sometimes it's nice to get another voice in there right? It'd be like listening to the same author for two years. So the guest brings another perspective. The problem with a guest is you, you're sometimes your audience can forget that you're there. And so, or not, they don't forget you're there. They for, they, we don't want them to forget your value. value. So we both have been d- deep in personal development, leading teams, leading things in churches, jobs, outside careers, whatever, for years. And so we have our guests once a week. And then once a week, we also have what's called an off script episode where one of us takes a five, 10 minute topic and just digests into it real quick. It could be motivational. It could be on goals. It could be on something just to let the, everybody know, like, wait, we know what we're talking about. And so we, we do both. Um, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. The biggest thing is you just got to have fun. It's got to be something you're passionate about. Because like he said, we're almost 100 episodes in and I mean, there's, there's months I'm tired, but I'm not, I'm not tired of doing this. Right? Yo, that's good. Man. Um, do you guys like, so, so how many subscribers you have? I tried to look, it wouldn't tell me. Do y'all have that hidden? I have no idea. No idea. Ballpark. So you don't know on you every know? platform, how many subscribers you, are you talking about podcasts which, which, or, which, or which, YouTube or whatever? About. Yeah. YouTube, whatever. Oh, YouTube. We have about 240. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that just took off in December. Like we right. had like literally those two forty December just came in the past three months. <laughs> yeah. YouTube's a hard animal to hit. So depending on your your space, like we're in a very competitive space, leadership. So it takes a while. But you know what? Mm. I didn't get into it for YouTube subscribers. But uh, we had like thirty probably or forty in December, and then we added two hundred in the last couple months. So yeah, it's, it's been it's, it's been definitely growing now every yeah. day. But it's awesome. But what the podcast are, subscribers, I don't know. Oh yeah. Who knows? Um, do you guys like, so when, when you're smaller, like what like y'all were before December, like where does any money come or are you guys just doing it for the fun of it? Like, or, or are y'all to the point now where y'all are starting to get offers to like do reads or whatever that is? I mean, I don't think our intention was, okay, we're doing this for monetization. Right. But that is definitely something that is a goal of ours. Um, I mean, honestly, we've could have done sponsors a long time ago. We've gotten plenty of emails of offers for that, but it's not always jumping at, oh, hey, I've got a sponsorship. Let me just do it. Does it fit what we're doing? 
does it fit our goal a year from now? How will this look? How will this set us up for the next thing? And so, I mean, we're looking, we're not just a podcast. A podcast is a branch of who we are. Unscripted authentic leadership, unscripted leadership is the brand. So we're working on our leadership company now, developing products, developing services, developing things that bring in monetization outside of the podcast, outside of YouTube and doing things of that nature. What do yeah. those look like? Like what, what products are you talking about? How, how would a leadership mm -hmm. podcast, other than like a class, I guess, I guess that could be a way, but like how, sure. how does that, how, what kind of product are y'all writing a book? Like, what does that look like to you guys? Oh yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, bro. Oh, I like it. <laughs> no. I love it, dude. No, I don't have a book. In, writing a book has always been an individual, uh, individual goal of mine. Oh, but, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I've tinkered with book stuff, but not enough to actually put one out. Um, yeah. So like with any podcast, so Tyler, your goal is, to, you said two days a week, become a millionaire, right? Um, which I'm sure you can do it. But when you're, most podcasts don't monetize at a high reward early on just by downloads because you have, you, if that's the case, you're getting paid by ads on what's called CPMs typically which is basically so many dollars per thousands. And those are pretty low because the industry hasn't caught up to the effect of what podcasts have. So they're still running off of radio, TV numbers, stuff like that. So for example, if you have a thousand downloads a month, you can expect about $30, 40 bucks if they really love you. And so that's not exactly something to get too, too excited about. I mean, I guess if you save it for a few months, you get a new mic or something, but it's not all that exciting. <laughs> And so yeah. just, just podcasting for, for CPMs will take forever, unless you're one of the enigmas whose show just hits and it's an iTunes hit, like they, they broadcast it on, you should watch this. Next thing you know, you're at half a million downloads per month. We know somebody who's had that, but that's not typical uh, at all. Most of the average podcast episode, for the average podcast, their episode will get 27 downloads in a month. So you, episode one or whatever episode, you, whatever you record this week, the next 30 days, it gets 27. That's 50%. You're at the 50% mark. You're at average. So if you're over 27, hey, you're, over, you're, over, you're better than the average. So what that tells you is the podcast has to be something that allows you to get your voice out, add credibility, and then you can add services from that. And so if you want to be a millionaire and over two days a week, I would take those two days a week and start thinking of what value can I provide to the people who are listening to me? And so for us, that comes in the, in the areas of speaking engagements, um, anything training. So small groups, masterminds, um, you know, individual coaching engagements and speaking engagements are the primary ways. We may eventually get into virtual courses and so forth like that. But honestly, you can only do so many things at one time. So. Right. And eventually a whole leadership conference. Oh, yes. We definitely uh, do. Yes, I shouldn't have left that out. We will eventually have our unscripted leadership conference. Absolutely. It's, we already have some plans for that in our back of our head. We just have not put it together quite yet, but it's going to be exciting. Yeah. 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 What is y'all's like family time, work life? What's the balance there? Is it pretty, is it pretty, you know, you have a set time for this every week or do you guys really uh -huh. just kind of like spitball it throughout the week? No, we, 
have a schedule. We have to have a schedule. Yeah. Uh, I know John's schedule is busy. I know my schedule is busy. You probably hear my son upstairs right now. Um, you guys don't hear him? Okay, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> um, we record on Thursdays, usually two recordings. Sometimes we have a Thursday coming up, three recordings. And then um, that episode drops the mo- that following Monday. The reason why we do double recordings is this is something that we started a couple months ago. We record up a month in advance. So um, for April, the month of April, we won't be recording at all because we've already recorded for the month of April and the month of March. Um, so we take that month on month off, but you'll still get a new, our audience still gets a new episode each week with our bonus episode, as John mentioned, um, that drops on Wednesday. So we do a full podcast episode um, that drops every Monday consistently. We haven't missed um, in our recordings. We've been dedicated and we've grinded it out um, and then turn around and the episode will drop 48 hours later as well. So two episodes a week and it is scheduled as planned. I do most of the content creation as far as social media and stuff like that. John handles the scheduling. That's not my thing. I don't like handling schedules. I don't like handling calendars. So we respect each other's lanes. I let him do that. I do the graphic side and the media side and all of those things. And we try to keep it as organized. If we didn't have a schedule, we wouldn't be successful in the way that we are. I'm not saying that may be everybody's testimony, but what works for us, especially me, I'm an organized person. John is a very organized person. If we didn't have a schedule, it would just be a disaster. And we probably would have been burned out by now because we would have been cutting our heads off. <laughs> yeah. Without yeah. the schedule, I don't know that anybody can be successful long-term or consistent long-term yeah. because we've had life changes. We've both moved during yeah. this time. He's getting ready to move again. Yeah. Um, you know, I sold a house, which takes a lot of time. He had a baby. My yep. kids are involved in heavily involved in athletics, all those things. We yep. go on vacations, those types of deals. So you can't do that without a schedule. Yeah. So we know every other month we're off. So you can, you can pile up some episodes if you're going to be on a vacation or so, all those things. And so it helps you avoid falling off your consistent pattern or your, your, the consistency of your episodes, which is important because your, your listeners need to know when you're showing up. Absolutely. Especially having families. I mean, John and I both have kids. We have a five-month-old and a five-year-old and a wife. And so I use the Google calendar. We use different calendars. Uh, The Cozy app we use for our family shared app. My wife, she's an at-home teacher, but she teaches different classes and schedules. So making sure that we're on the same page. My daughter is in ballet. So there's no way to do all of these things. I'm in ministry doing, you know, so many different things. So is John doing things outside of work, outside of working. We work full time as well. I'm an IT professional. There's no way <laughs> we could do this without a schedule, man. It's just, it's literally no way. Yeah. What yeah. does lead generation look like for you guys? Like, how do you find guests? John, I'll let you answer. I'll let you answer. I guess that. that's my domain. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I do. Lafayette has found some of our best guests, by the way. So I have to give him some mad props. So, yes, yeah. I generally do. He generally has a multiple guests. Because yeah. I have just, 
I guess for a long time had a thing for networking and it's become pretty easy. It's a little bit, you do, do I get rejected a lot? Yes, but everybody does. It doesn't bother me. Lafayette, yeah. we found out, so we were both doing both and I found out real quick, I hated editing and he didn't <laughs> seem to hate it as much. And his, while we both started off, like we don't know how to edit, but then mine would like incrementally get better and his was just way better. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like the difference between a kindergartner and a graduate student, it was outrageous. <laughs> I didn't even know how to use Instagram for real. Yeah. I didn't even start using Instagram until like December, which is embarrassing, but whatever. <laughs> um, I just, I'm, I'm still not big on, don't do a lot on social media outside of post things. And I try to, so people can engage with my contacts. I get it's important, but yeah. I've just never been one that cared. And so I was very focused on family, business and other things. So when it comes to leads, yes, that's, that's what I do. And it takes time, but are you looking for like how to find guests or is that? Yeah. Kind of yeah, what you're yeah. Asking I'm for? sorry. Yeah. I'm not looking so, for like customers or anything, but like, yeah. Like how do you yeah. find like, Yo, I mean, you guys okay. had some pretty good guests on, um, yeah, we've had I just kind of skimmed through, really but guests, like, man. so, I mean, is it just like, Yo. I mean, are you guys just emailing a yep. hundred people, Instagram in, how do you nope. find their emails? Like I'll, all that stuff. I'll tell you exactly how we do it. Okay. I love so it. our guests are, way bigger on their social media than we are. And a lot of people ask me, how in the heck did you get them? Because they look at our follower count and then they're <laughs> 100, 400,000 followers. And they're like, what in the world? How did you do that? It didn't start off that way. I started yeah, off using apps. So things like Matchmaker FM or Podmatch, stuff like that. Those are free areas that you can go and you can get pretty good results to start off with. Sometimes you'll find somebody who's a great, it's just random great find on those. Not typical, but they're definitely decent, decent guessing finds. So if anybody needs a guest, get on matchmaker FM. That's a dot FM. I was on matchmaker once. My wife sat next to me as I logged in. It was like, what do you, it was like this confusing look. Like, you know, we've been, we've been, I'm 38. We've been dating yeah. since I, I mean, we're married now, but we started dating when we were 17. So we've had a long history. And she was like kind yeah. of sitting next to me. And I'm just pulling it up. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, Matchmaker FM. This is <laughs> podcast stuff. And it was really funny to look on her face. Anyways, and so I'm on, I used to get some guests on there, a few, but that's just the starting point. And then I would get, first I would get referrals. So I would say, hey, you were an amazing guest. There's anybody you could re that you think would be a good fit. You have to ask for the referral. It's, it's uncomfortable, but just do it. Have some pride in what you're doing. Anybody would be a good fit for what we're doing. But here's the thing. They have to have a good experience on your show to want to refer somebody. Otherwise, you're going to get the, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it and let you know. And so sometimes they just don't know. But like, what is the experience on your show? Like, how have you brought them into your environment? How does your environment look? Have you made them the focus of the show? Did you, can they tell that you did your homework before they got on and at least looked into their accounts, what they're doing? No, give good questions that not everybody asks all the time. Things mm -hmm. of that nature. Have you made them the highlight? Do you promote their services? All of those things add to the feeling of the show. And so they had a good experience. They gave us referrals. That was the beginning. I still get referrals. I honestly don't ask as much anymore because what I started doing was every time we had a guest, I would follow them on Instagram. And after you've had so many, every now and then you get that one good one that, oh, that's a good guest. And early on, how I would get the first few good guests, like bigger names, is I would engage in their content 
constantly. Not just like their stuff, but add fire emojis, add the 100, add whatever. Do an authentic, I'm sorry, it's 100. Um, do an authentic <laughs> like comment, something like that. Like do something to where they respond back, fire, heart, something like that. Right. I don't care if they have 50,000 followers. If you do that consistently over for three months, they're going to notice that you keep showing up get in their clubhouse rooms, get on their LinkedIn, all of those things. They'll start to, you'll start to form a relationship. That's how we first started. So our first few guests was solely that way. Um, Sean Anthony, he's a celebrity podcast. Uh, he had his first year of podcasting had over half a million downloads, yeah. right? He probably does that every month. I don't even know what he does now. It's, he has super huge, huge guests. Yeah, and so. then um, some others followed from that. And once I got them connected on my Instagram, I use them as leverage for the next guest. So then I would go on the next person. I would look up like um, Ryan Blair. Okay, what is he doing? And I would say, who is Ryan following? Ryan Blair, he owns a company called Vysalis. He sold it for 900 and some, uh, 900 and some million dollars, almost a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Three guys, he got a third of that, doing okay. And so great company out of California. This would be great guests. Um, so forth. Who is he following that we also follow? So when you go into their Instagram account and you click on their followers, it shows first the mutual following. And I'll start to look like, who is he following who I've had on my show? I'd send him a DM, usually a voice text. A lot of people like to send text DMs. I send voice ones because they can hear me, hear my authenticity. Hey, it's Jonathan Script Authentic Leadership Podcast. I just want to reach out to you. We are, we are on a mission to build better leaders, to better serve their family, business, and community. And I thought you'd be a great fit on your show. I love what you're doing on your IG content. We've had yeah. other people on our show and I name drop all the people we've had that they also follow, right? Uh -huh. Because he has 100,000 followers. He follows 1,000. So that tells you that he only follows so many people that he respects. Yep. And then that right there gives me at least a heavy response rate. Not everybody comes on. Some people say, I get a lot of, once your guests get really big, you get a lot of, hey, our podcast schedule is full for this season, maybe right. next season, stuff like that. Um, we tried landing Emmanuel Ocho that way. It got close, but they filled up, right? Um, stuff like that. So we've had big guests. And I don't know if that helps any, but that's oh, sort of what I do right awesome. now. Yeah, that's right. what I do right now. Free bonuses yeah. for everybody. It took me a year and a half to figure out that solution out for myself. I have a, I have an email that I send out that is sort of strategic. I don't, I mean, I don't know if you want to read that out, but that kind of thing. But right now, IG is my primary source. If I can't get an IG response, it is email. I don't spam emails. That's not going to work. You have to let them know that you see them as in, as individuals. And it's not a, we get spammed. I don't, I don't even respond to them. So yeah, I just didn't think I was spam. Like who's this nerd? Delete. <laughs> well, yours was a uh, yours yeah. was a like a message though. It's right to us. Yeah. Right. If if I could just add on to what John just said, everything John just said was really good. But just to add on to that, don't have a small mentality. We don't care ourselves as small. We care ourselves as we are the number one leadership podcast in the nation. I, I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care how many followers we have. When you come on unscripted, you are coming on the best leadership podcast that you have heard, you've seen, and it's not arrogance, it's confidence. I carry myself with conf confidence. John carries himself with confidence. And our guests, they noticed that and they have told us that so many times. I've never been on a platform like this. I've never, it's, 
I've never had a professional experience like this. This has been one of the best interviews I've ever been on. I can't tell you how many times we've heard that from a Mario Armstrong, a Rory Douglas, a Ryan Blair, who John just said he only follows a thousand people. Well, one of those thousand people that he follows is unscripted. And we don't even have a thousand followers, but he's following us and he has hundreds of thousands of followers. And we don't do it for the numbers. We do it because we have a genuine mission that we believe in. And when people see your mission, they invest in people. People invest in people. So yes, you have to have both sides. John has the gift of networking. He has the gift of connecting with people and you know, writing the messages the, the, a way that gets them to respond their DMs. But along with that, people know if you're real or not. They know if you're fake or not. They know if you're just trying to get them to get on your podcast to get you to a million followers. I can't tell you, there's been some times where we haven't had a guest that has had as many followers, but they engaged, they shared our content when they were on our show and it was one of our best episodes. And so it's not always about the numbers, it's about the genuineness and we really pride ourselves on our authenticity along with the connection and the networking and all of that, that is all a part of it. But the main ingredient of that is always remembering that just because you're small, you don't have to carry yourself as small. He made a strong point there about the guest selection. It's not about, you're about to run out of time. Oh. It's not about a big guest. It's about the right guest, the right. proper fit. Because sometimes someone has 300,000 followers, but they're not sharing your content. No. Someone also have 5,000 right? They're just getting started and they share the heck out of it. And their episode is amazing. It's done amazing for us. And they've, and they've come with real content, authentic content, and they're in the weeds and what they're doing. They don't have a big staff. It's them and three people. They're mm -hmm. tired. They've been grinding it out and they give us the real stuff. Um, that's, that's where it's at right there. But obviously Absolutely. you can get a big guest who's, who's well-known go with it, man. But He's 100% right. It's the right guest. For sure. Well, cool, guys. As you can see, I'm almost out of time with Zoom, so I probably shouldn't be using Zoom. But anyway, um, hey, guys, just one more thing, and I'll let you guys have back to your day. I'm sure. Thank you again so much for your time. Um, you guys really have any feedback for me? Like what, you know, what advice or what, uh, you know, what kind of feedback just from what you did today do you see that you would, you would do differently? Be you, man. Tap into who you are. Um, Find out what your purpose is. I know you said the millionaire thing, and if that's what you want to do, that's great. I'm not knocking that. But I would challenge you to dig a level deeper into what do I want to do? Who am I really? And who am I really? And people can tap into that, to your purpose. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the monetization, all of that. Enjoy the process. Because if you're worried about that, 90 days from now, you won't be doing it. Right. Right. Tap into, do you really love this? What's your passion? Follow that. And like I said, don't have the small mentality. I would suggest to you, Zoom is cool, but look into other platforms. We use StreamYard. There's other platforms um, that are not expensive. StreamYard is $25 a month. You can add your lower thirds, your graphics, and just make it presentable get your equipment, you listen, a ring light can change your whole platform, right? 
make sure that you're presentable, make sure your presentation is on point and man, just go after it. That's what I, that's what my suggestion to you. Cool. Yeah. Let people know who you are. You have the opportunity to show your background, for example, what, what is about you? Like what behind you represents you? I'm still working on that. It's a relatively new background. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. I got to see right? I'm in my garage right now. I just had to paint my garage just for You're this. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'm not knocking your background at all. I'm, I'm yeah. For real. We've seen some pretty bad ones. Yeah. So you're oh, fine. Wait, Yours wait. is clean. No. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we've seen closets and you don't even like campers. I mean, trailers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been special. Uh, kitchens. <laughs> Kitchens, you're yeah. not nice kitchens, um, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So it is what it is, but you had the opportunity to bring them into the experience, but identify who you're, who you're talking to most of all, cause this is video, but if it goes out on streaming on podcast platforms, they're just going to listen. So identify who are you trying to talk to right. and mm-hmm. the why behind the why. So you want to, you want to be a millionaire, but why, what is it that that provides to you? Yeah. That should tell you who you're really looking to talk, what you're really looking to do and who you're looking to talk to. So what is it about it? Money's just a tool. Like you right. can put it in a bank and it just sits there. It does not, it has, does nothing for you. Um, what are you going to do with that money? Money, money does what you tell it to do. So yeah. All right, I've had none you. of it. I've had some of it and, and not any happier with or without it. So yeah, I got you. Well, cool guys. Well, thank y'all so much, man. I really appreciate it. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you guys when it's finished and all that in case y'all just want to watch it for funsies. But, um, but yeah. again, thanks so much guys. We'll catch y'all later. Thank you, Tyler. Tyler. Appreciate you, man.